Universal Remotes, I learned to basically just go through like a bunch of signals until it finds the right one that oh. like turns off the TV or whatever. It's kind of neat. It's a pain in the ass when you like have to change the batteries though because you have to do it every time, but it's honestly kind of fun. <laughs> it feels like magic when it works. <laughs> like, because it feels like it shouldn't work. Like, why does this random remote turn off my TV? That's fun. Yeah. You're just going to start bringing remotes places see what happens <laughs> it won't work with new tvs <laughs> no it's weird if it did you could actually i the 3d tv i have i know does because when i was like flipping through everything it turned on the 3d tv before <laughs> it turned on the crt <laughs> which is i was like oh sh- cool i guess nice all right i guess we're ready to start Hello, everybody, and welcome to last ones in podcast goes to the movies I'm Jirai Archuleta, joined today by E. Hello. And E alone. Hello. Uh, my wife also went and saw the movie with us, but uh, she is still... She's sleepy. Uh, down with the sickness. Ooh, so uh, she won't be uh, here for this. I also, I guess we should say, last week we didn't have an episode. No. Uh, or did we go and check? Ooh, we better go see the last episode we better did. Better go re-listen, see yeah. if it's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, because I had been sick as well, and just uh, things didn't work out, man. And me and Robbie already used all of our goodwill. <laughs> <laughs> it uh, it is what it is. Uh, but it's fine. I think it might be the only week we've ever like missed. No, we missed another one. I Have remember because you recorded a special thing like, hey, uh, oh, new yeah, episode yeah. this week. Yeah, I remember. And I was like, oh, I don't remember what. Well, obviously, I don't remember what movie that was for. It was for no movie. It was but for no movie. <laughs> yeah. And then I think like two days later, I made something. Yeah. To go. So it's, I didn't even need that even. I, so. I think you did basically because I think that's when we still had a. Uh, what's it called? The like post credit stuff. Oh, and yeah, I think yeah. you basically made a post credits only you. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, yeah, I remember that. Weird. I don't know what you talked about, but... Just a couple random movies. <laughs> Actually, I think you might have talked about the... What is it? The Night Of? or No, whatever that one is. Midnight Mass? Yeah. Did I talk about Midnight Mass? I feel like you did. You talked about it a lot. I, I have never stopped talking about it since <laughs> it came out. <laughs> I also, like, I point out a thing that the listeners came and see. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we just both turned to look at it in our silence for 10 seconds. Yeah, yeah. It is a picture of uh, Midnight a Burning Mass, Cross. Burning Cross vampire on it. Uh, that uh, friend of the show D made for me. Yeah. Not for me, but he made it and then he gifted it to me so it make me pay commission. <laughs> um, so, yeah. We went and saw The Holdovers which is something that was not on your radar at all at all, right? No, I hadn't heard of it until you talked about it last Saturday. Yeah, on the stream. Uh, I had been seeing previews for it and kept thinking, like, this thing seems, like, totally fine. Like, it seems like it could be, like, fun or terrible. I don't know which one, but I'm intrigued to see what happens. Uh, The one thing that was apparent from even the trailers is that it was going for a 70s vibe. Yeah. And it is just even more apparent whenever the movie starts. It has the old <laughs> ratings system on it, like the old ratings card. And just, it was shot digitally. Yeah. But it it's convincingly, uh, I would say, like filmish. MGM on a blue background. Yeah. Or no, Miramax, sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> slowly. And something a Comcast company. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. 
but it's it's convincing actually. It feels old in a way that's kind of impressive actually. Except if you watch, you're like, this is not how they would talk. This is not how they would talk. No, <laughs> I think uh, at one point, even one of the people would say like, he's lit, man. <laughs> yeah. Which, like what? No, you wouldn't say that. <laughs> I don't even know if you say that now anymore. No, I don't think so. But yeah, I think like visually and tonally is very convincingly a 70s film. Like, I think if you were to put this on someday and you just didn't tell people like what it was, I think they could be fooled that it's a 70s movie. <laughs> Until they again, until they say until stuff, they start talking. It's, I guess yeah. If they, if you mute it, <laughs> <laughs> like it's kind of when, when do the like the subtitles come on and you're like, just wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, we went and saw that movie. Uh, it is two hours and thirteen minutes long. It is rated R. It is still in theaters right now. Obviously, when this so, comes out, yeah, it'll still be in theaters when this comes out. Okay, it just premiered this last weekend. Uh, I don't know. So I feel like movies nowadays are on theaters for three days. Yeah, kind of. Some, <laughs> some of them are three days, or some of them are eight months. I'm still surprised that the Five Nights at Freddy's movie was still in theaters when we were there. Not only is it still in theaters, it's doing amazing. Yeah, there's so many people who play those games. A lot, man. Children, but still, they make they don't make money, but their parents do, and they can cry <laughs> until their parents take them. Uh, that is one of the weirdest things. The FNAF thing is like, it's a horror thing. That is not aimed at children, but it's aimed at children. It's aimed at children now, for sure. It, it yeah, for sure it is now. The first three, I want to, I would say, definitely weren't. Yeah. In fact, the first ones, for all like everything about FNAF and all that, the first one's like a pretty effective horror game. It's like jump scares everywhere, but like it does it thing its thing well. Yeah. Well, even with the jump scares, you like are on edge the whole time. Like you it. Even if it didn't, like, just have the straight-up jump scares, like, it still is a very, like, paranoia-inducing game. Like... It works. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, extremely effective, especially for the l- no budget it had. Yeah, the zero budget and made all the money ever now. Did you ever... Did you ever hear, like, the... Why that game got made? Yeah, because wasn't it uh Scott Kaufman that he was doing, like, religious children's games? Yeah. And then they just weren't working out? So... Kind of. So, like, he was making religious games, and he got feedback from someone who specifically said that his models were terrifying <laughs> and looked like creepy animatronics. Oh, that's funny. So he, he was like, oh, yeah? <laughs> and then he <laughs> made a billion dollars. He's like, oh, yeah? And then he, then he had to pay royalties and, that person. He's like, you were right. Sorry, that's not my bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, then he paid a billion dollars, donated to Trump Foundation and a bunch of other okay, isn't Republicans. Like an awful person or something? Uh... As awful as donating to a bunch of right-wing nuts is, which is fairly. Yeah. Oh, but he donated to the other side, too, so it balances out. It's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, whatever. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and say the back of the box, I guess. It's the IMDb description. There's not a back of the box. We saw it in theaters. There's no box. There might never be a box. There could very well never be a box. Uh, so, yeah. Here it is. A cranky history teacher at a remote prep school is forced to remain on campus over the holidays with a troubled student who has no place to go. Yeah. Fair enough. It's a fairly simple concept for a movie, honestly. In fact, it's probably been done before. <laughs> yeah, to some extent. I Not like say. to this like exact yeah. thing, obviously, but like I feel like that plot's probably been done many times probably. In, the, in the 70s and 80s. Yeah, 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 yeah. I could definitely see that. 
Um, I guess let's uh, say our initial thoughts here and just kind of go from discussion there. Liz did hand me her review on paper. Oh, yeah, sure. Why don't we get that through? Uh, it's very detailed, so hopefully you guys have time. Uh, boy movie, period. Too long, and it is a 6.7 on a scale to 10 happy face. <laughs> so that's that's all of Liz's opinion on it. <laughs> I don't know if I would call it a boys movie. There's boys in it. There are boys in it. It's mainly boys. I don't know if I would call it a boys movie. Though. I think I would probably. I actually would probably call it a teeny bopper. Teeny bopper? No, that doesn't. That's not. That's not a thing. Yeah, that's not what you would call this? I think so. Teeny boppers like a movie. No, for like teenagers and like. You I think Teeny Bopper your... refer- refers to mostly feminine, like, no. teenagers going towards, like... When I think of Teeny Bopper, I think of, like, Elvis fans is what I think of. So I'm talking about the movie genre, quote-unquote. Is Teeny Bopper a movie genre? Kind of. I've heard it used as one, basically. Like, this is a movie, a Teeny Bopper movie, so, like, around those people. But anyways, <laughs> I'm saying, like, totally and everything, not tonally... With this specific law, but like the premise and everything is very much like that era kind of stuff. I don't know, boomer maybe. No, what? <laughs> I think boomers would like really get a kick out of it. I don't think they would like this movie. They curse in it. They do. They curse a lot in it. They but also I... <laughs> the main character doesn't believe in God. Not complete. Well, yeah, basically he literally says <laughs> like so that. <laughs> for me, I guess I'll go with my thoughts since I'm talking anyways. Sure. Uh, in a in a way, it's funny because this is literally like a movie that my grandma would describe to us because every now and then she'll watch a movie and then like tell us about it. And it's like beat for beat exactly a movie she would watch, but it's so funny because uh, she would be very upset at this movie yeah. <laughs> for a lot of reasons. A lot but of like reasons. that's it's that's what it's going for. So like I nailed that perfectly. Yeah. Um, and it's a very funny movie. It has a lot of charm and stuff. It it feels like a more like I don't want to say like a modern take on it because like inherently is very still set in the seventies, but or yeah, seventy one specifically, nineteen seventy yeah. ninety seven one. Uh, but like just like the storytelling and again like the dialogue and everything is very more modernized. Yeah, like. They're like, yeah, this is a troubled kid. In the 70s, it'd be like, he smokes a cigarette, and he's like, gosh darn it. And this one's like, no, he fucking got kicked out of three boarding schools, is a kleptomaniac asshole. <laughs> yeah, he's not a like, good character. No. He's not a good person, I He's not say. a good person. Uh, you understand why he does what he does, but he's not yeah. a good person. Um, So like, it's it's interesting in that sense. I think... I think it's too long as well. I agree with Liz on that. I wouldn't say it's too long. I think it's too long. I, I think you could cut some stuff. I mean, the whole movie is so loose on plot. You could cut really anything if you wanted. Exactly. But like, I kind of like that. I kind of like. I don't know. Like two nature. hours is too long for this kind of movie, in my opinion. Disagree. Well, too bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like. Just like, cause at a point of like, I know what we're doing. I'm, 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 I know exactly where this is going. <laughs> I don't need to be here for another thirty minutes. <laughs> See, it's not even, like, it's not for me. Like about like, where is this? Like, what's the plot going? Where's it going in this one? Like, 
And I know it's weird for me to say. Yeah, I'm like, gonna say you're the biggest fucking hater of no plot. <laughs> but like, this is one of those movies that I feel like it's like, kind of just the feeling of it, the vibe, I guess, as you would say, is kind of the thing that I'm relishing in this movie. I like it a lot. I like See, the and I don't like pickles. <laughs> but it's, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I I think like it's really going for that. Yeah, and I think it hits it. I think it's a good movie. I think it is doing what it does exactly. I just think it's too long. I think it maybe ten minutes, maybe thirty. But no, not thirty. Yeah. No, I think you get to hang out with these characters and learn a lot about them in that time. I think it's needed for the ending to feel how it feels. I don't know. Have you seen seventy movies? <laughs> They'll give you that ending after fifty minutes. As, yeah, movies in the seventies were either six hours long or sixty minutes. <laughs> I don't know, like, I'm not saying it's inherently bad or anything, just like, man, this is way longer than I would expect this kind of movie to be. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just normal movie length. Two hours to two and a half hours is just normal movie. You guys movie. are shifting, it It keeps shifting farther and farther from 90 minutes, and I'm not, I'm not having I think, it. I think 90 minutes is the requirement for a movie. No, it's four, It's 50 minutes, we've been no, over this. That's not, the no. legal definition of no, a movie. I don't agree with it. <laughs> Just legal doesn't mean moral. <laughs> I think hour and a half is the minimum of what you no, need to be a movie. Like two to th- maybe hour ten minimum, but fifty for sure. No. Yeah. No. I'm gonna make a fifty minute movie, put it in theaters, and watch people get pissed off after buying a ticket. Spent thirteen dollars on fifty minute movie. Can I like strike a deal with theater companies to make mine slightly cheaper? Is that a thing I can do? I think you could. <laughs> Let me just be like, hey, here's my movie. Can you just take like $5 off of the ticket prices? I think technically you could, but you'd also have to have the deal of like, you still get your complete cut of it though. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Which they don't get much from the box office anyway, so it's fine. I think I think the cut is like 80% goes to the uh, actual distributors <laughs> and movie makers and 20% goes to the theater of the box How office. How much goes to the people who make the movies? <laughs> Not a lot, man. Almost nothing. <laughs> hey, God, what, what the heck? <laughs> it mostly goes to the company who produced it, really. Yeah. But so much should strike about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the plot is very simple. Uh, you have Paul Giamatti and Dominic Sessa, who I don't really know who that is. I don't think I've seen him anywhere. I'm gonna look through his IMDb real quick. Yeah, One guy looks literally, like this is young his, Willy Wonka. This is his uh premiere movie this is the only thing he's ever been in the kid or yeah. the walleye guy the kid oh yeah uh no paul giamatti's been in a whole lot of things he got real big in comedy and then he actually walleye yeah okay yeah um he mostly does comedies he does some drama stuff i think he's better in drama or i like him more in drama rather uh oh, so you hated him in this you're like oh no i think that this actually was a really good balance between drama and comedy i think the comedy is very dry so it works pretty well um, <laughs> you say that there's there's a lot of jokes about like pissing yourself or there are like falling down or being drunk. There's a lot of jokes about being drunk. <laughs> there's a lot, there's a lot of being drunk in this there's movie. Actually, way more being drunk than they would let you do in the seventies. I don't know what. I feel like it wasn't until the seventies that drinking and driving was even made illegal. Yeah, but I don't think you couldn't do it on TV. I'm pretty sure. 
No. There were so many fucking rules about what you were allowed to do on TV, genuinely. Smoke, though. You could smoke fine. No, yeah. They didn't know that was bad yet. That was healthy. You, could be an al- you couldn't be an alcoholic. Yeah. Specifically. Like, you could drink recreationally, but they couldn't do what they're doing in this movie. No, no, no. Well, in a movie, they could. I don't know if they could. In television, no. Uh, well, definitely not television. In television, you couldn't have the man and woman sit yeah. and sleep <laughs> in the same bed. But no, you were able to, to drink and stuff. You were just going to have a higher rating. Yeah, I'm trying to remember because I I like watched a whole thing discussing like when breakthroughs quote unquote happened on TV, and it was there's so many are so late. I think like the first kiss was like way later than you would ever expect. I would guess like seventy three or seventy four or something. Yeah, I don't or, like, remember television. Yeah, um, and then the first same sex kiss, ugh, two thousand and seven. No. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was much later though. Yeah. I wonder when it I it had to have been on HBO or Cinemax or something probably, but I wonder when like the first just male dick was just on screen for television. <laughs> I almost want to say it would be before the first kiss. Maybe. Well, for like mainstream, like HBO. I don't know. Not porn. Not porn. Ah <laughs> oh, man, you're really stretching it now. Oh. <laughs> I don't know, like I almost feel like in the seventies and when was when was the satanic panic? That was like seventies, eighties, and nineties. So I want to say, I bet in the fifties and sixties, you could probably show dick on TV. No, you could not. Porn was illegal. Hmm? Porn was illegal. That's not porn. Showing a dick? Yeah, that's porn. No, it isn't. Unless it's educational. I don't think the human body being naked is inherently pornographic. It is. What says who? The them, the people, the TV people. Well, what did they ban all the statues too, or what? Uh, no, Can't. that's art. <laughs> so it's TV. Uh, not in the seventies. <laughs> I don't know. That's that, let's put a pit in that. We'll figure. That out. Uh, actually, know, I'm actually gonna look up when porn was made legal. 1967 <laughs> is when porn was dis- classified as or decriminalized, rather. Yeah, I was gonna say. Interesting. Interesting. Well, you can't say you don't learn stuff on this show. Yeah. See, we're educated. You guys are ready for Jeopardy when it's like. <laughs> This was decriminalized in 1967. <laughs> what is porn? What is pornography? Correct. Oh, I haven't man. seen Jeopardy in so long. Um, it's, it's, I'm going to say it's exactly how you remember it. Yeah, I bet. I yeah. <laughs> wonder what Ken Jennings is up to. That's how I remember it. <laughs> he's, the joke is he's dead. Yeah, anyway, <clears throat> um, this movie, The Holdovers. Yeah. Um. It's in theater, so I don't want to talk about the plot too, too much. I do kind of want it's new, so I don't want to like spoil it. If you've seen any, so I'm gonna just describe every like '70s movie because it okay. will also describe this, which is like there's like a hard ass teacher and like a rough and tumble delinquent boy, but they're forced to have to stay together because the boy has to stay for all of the winter break. Yes, and he's on holdover. Yeah, and it's slowly about them getting to know each other and like opening up to each other. Yeah. It's a very simple yeah. concept. It really, really is. It's in the performances and the situations that the fun of it comes through. Yeah, for sure. And like again, it's more I guess grounded is probably the best word for it. Yeah. Cause like in the seventies, even when they try to like talk about realistic quote-unquote stuff, a lot of times it's so, like, fantastical that yeah. it's absurd. 
it's like you know i guess since we're not going to talk about the plot a lot we could do more non sequiturs on this one sure I remember like watching someone talk about a bunch of the Cosby show and it's something that they started to notice as they watched a lot of it where it's like nothing bad could ever be done by the Cosby kids. They, they weren't allowed. Cause like it was never, it was never about them struggling with drug addiction or th- this and that. It was always like their friend has a drug addiction yeah, and stuff like that. And like, I, I would say that was just kind of a prevalent issue with a lot of it is like, a lot of times it can't be the main character or like the surrounding characters suffering from these issues where this movie, they do like, it's like I said, like the guys fuck up who's been thrown between different boarding schools. And like, one of the first things you see about him is that he stole someone's cigarettes and this is getting ready to start a fight. Yeah. And porn also stole some porn. No, he used the cigarettes to oh, buy he used the, porn. the cigarettes to, tr- to trade for porn. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like he's not like a super nice, like happy go lucky. He's not a proper protagonist, no. And like he's much farther gone than like what a delinquent would usually be in this movie, yeah, for sure. Uh, he's at the point to where he's going to get kicked out of this school if he fucks up one more time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he doesn't really seem he cares, but he doesn't care, he's that kind of guy, yeah. And then on the other hand, you have the teacher, the hard-ass teacher, who is just the hardest hard-ass ever. He's your least favorite teacher in school. Yes. Well, not mine, because my least favorite teacher did nothing, but... Oh, that's fun. He was many people's favorite teacher, actually. Oh, you're like, I'm not learning shit. This is bullshit. Yeah, because it was like web design, and that's something I could have used in my life. <laughs> that sucks. It did. He just... To put it like in perspective how much he didn't do, there was just like a bonus thing in the book that I decided to do, or he said like we could do some of the bonus stuff and you know, get extra points or whatever. And I did one and he was like, so impressed. He had to be showing off in class. All I did was follow the instructions in the book. <laughs> like, wow, you can read. Holy shit. <laughs> I don't know if he knew what was in the book. Oh, good man. He was a great teacher. Huh? Yeah. Uh, I remember one time he told me to stop working so much and just talk to him. Huh? I, the main thing is he also had my brother D and D would definitely just do nothing and talk to him all day. So I think he was kind of sad that I was not like that. Uh, you were just <laughs> not like the hangout kind of guy. Mm-mm. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. It's, it's very funny. <laughs> that's one of the few teachers that stayed at that school since he was in high school. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> it says a lot about the education system, but it sure does. <laughs> But yeah, uh, Paul Giamatti's character in this, who's also named Paul. Yeah, Paul Hummins. Paul Hudgens? Hudum? Hugum? Hunnam. Hunnams. Paul Hunnam. Um, Paul Honey. <laughs> he is the exact thing that you would think of an awful teacher. Uh, starting work when it's super inconvenient, giving tests that are super unnecessary. Yeah, it's like 40 minutes till break and he's going to start a new chapter. Yeah, like grading on this awful, awful, awful curve. Like, terrible. Terrible, terrible I don't teacher. know if Harley was saying he was grading on a curve. I think his class is just fucking hard. It might be his class is really fucking hard. I've had those kind of hard classes. I, I will say, I know there are teachers who would like grade on the bell curve, literally speaking, and yeah. that's fucked up in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, it is. Uh, but he's the worst possible thing that any student would want in a teacher. Yeah. And so you just get him stuck over with our 
main character. What's the main character's name? John? I guess they're both kind of the sharing it. Dom uh Angus. Angus. No, Teddy? Tuddy? No, it's They called him something the whole time. And it started with like a T. There's another guy in it called uh Teddy, but I don't think that's the same guy. Well no, but like they definitely didn't call him Angus the whole time. They always called him something else, except for like a few characters. And usually very seldom. Was it his last name? What's it? Does it list his last name? Oh, uh, Tolly. Tolly, yeah, that's Tully. what they called him. Tolly the yeah, whole time, basically. Um, and it's those two and the cafeteria lady, and also, uh, the football player, the Asian kid, the Mormon, and the other delinquent. Yes, but spoilers—they're not really there for that. No. Long. Uh, which is actually something I didn't expect. I kind of expected it to be like a, all these boys kind I th- of causing yeah. chaos. I mean, I think that's what it wants you to like fe- believe yeah. that it's going to be. But like it leaves it, it's in a weird thing where it's like they're not in the movie long enough for you to really like expect anything from them. Right. So it's like, why are they in the movie too? Yeah. <laughs> other weird. than to like fuck with your expectation. I will say in all the trailers, it made it seem like those the other boys were in the whole movie. Yeah. So it's definitely like trying to trick you into like thinking it's gonna be like a kind of like a porky situation. You don't really know what that means, but like no. like a, is that like the Brady Bunch? No, I don't not know who Porky Pig is. Is that similar? <laughs> no. It's it's like, it's almost trying to like trick you into thinking it's gonna be like a bunch of rambunctious boys going around causing mischief kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. And it's not that at all. No. They do for... No, they don't even do anything, actually, even when they're there. No, they just hang out. Because it's like, if you're on holdover, you basically are just in school. Yes. Uh, Depending on who, what teacher you get stuck with, apparently. Well, that's that's what the official rules would say. Who would ever deviate? Who would ever? Um, But yeah, you're on holdover, so for whatever reason, you weren't able to spend the holidays with your parents or that they're dead or don't want you or whatever the case may be the two options the only two options there uh whatever the case is you are stuck at that school through the holiday break so you don't really get a holiday break yeah i mean they give they let you do some recreational time yeah uh whatever that means whatever masturbation i guess i don't know (laughs) strictly (laughs) prohibited in this school i think actually i don't know you see these kids you tell me they're not yeah Make a good point. <laughs> um, yeah, all the other kids aren't around for long, so it's not really no. worth mentioning. While, while we still have the kids, I will say one of the f- unintentionally funniest jokes was when the other delinquent, who's just kind of an asshole and doesn't know anything, <laughs> says to the Mormon kid, hey, you guys have magical underwear, <laughs> right? <laughs> and it's the joke itself is like f- funny just because, like, the absurdity and it being a like true thing, look it up. Yeah. But like <laughs> it's so funny because Jariah, like a couple months ago, literally asked the same thing about one of my friends who's Mormon. <laughs> and I I didn't believe him, so I asked my Mormon friend, and he had a very, very similar answer of well, it's not like underwear per se, but it's <laughs> But it's underwear. <laughs> it's just so funny. Funny. But it's underwear, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah. The boys just leave after that. Yeah. They. Uh. There's one guy who is very well mannered. He's not like an asshole, really. No. Uh. His. He's like my dad said. If I don't cut my hair, I can't come back. And you know, I thought he would cave before I did, but. But not. I guess not. 
and, and then, then at one point the helicopter his father's helicopter parked and he's like ha oh, he did cave in what a softy and uh, then he's like yeah offers all the other guys on the ski trip but because Tully's parents parent i guess just his mom yeah. cuz uh, he doesn't say his stepdad's his parent yes uh Tully's parents are out of town on a honeymoon because they just got married that July. Yeah. You're like, well, you, you know how hard it's been for us to get away and work and everything like that. It's just this one time, uh, fuck off. <laughs> kind of is basically what it is saying. Yeah. And he's hurt about it, obviously. Uh, he doesn't really have much of a relationship with his mom, though, either. He's kind of been stuffed in this boarding school, at least from his point of view, that to kind of be forgotten about. Mm-hmm. And so... You you really do see like why he acts the way he does throughout the whole thing, yeah. Because he feels like he's like being pushed aside and being forcefully forgotten. It's like it is refreshing because again, if in actual seventies movies they usually don't have reasons like at least not good ones, yeah. Or if they do, they'll just allude to like bad home life, which this is also like bad home life. But you actually learn a lot about his like position and feelings about a lot of this and it goes it like generally gets kind of like sad about what's going on in his life i don't know if we want to discuss that because i feel like that's a big thing that if someone wants to watch this movie in theaters they should not know yeah i feel like we won't discuss probably like the last 45 minutes to an hour of this movie uh yeah and then the other actually important character is the lunch lady who yeah just lost her son to the Vietnam War. Yes, I think. Yeah, and it would have been Vietnam. I think. I because I remember on the radio and at like certain parts they talked about like the Viet Cong and stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah, it would have been Vietnam War at this point, and he had died. He also had gone to this school, mm-hmm. and uh, he was extremely smart, like extremely, extremely smart kid. But uh, his mom didn't have the money to send him to the schools that he was able to get into. And he's like, well, I'll just I'll join the military and I'll go in and then I can go to college on a GI Bill. And it uh, didn't work out. Mm. Uh, this is very early on in the movie. You figure yeah. this out. Very sad. It's <laughs> fucked up. It her, was reality. Yeah, her story had me getting a little hazy-eyed a lot of those times, actually. It's so, it's just rough. Like, it's because it... I, <laughs> quick rant about the military. <laughs> it's so <laughs> fucked up how they, like, scoop up these kids who don't really have the value of life distilled in them yet and have them go into a war that they don't know what they're really fighting for. And it's the fucking Vietnam Wars. It's a war that we wouldn't even actually have a part in. Yeah. We, were, we didn't have any reason to be there. None. It was, it's, it's just fucked up. Yeah. It sent people to slaughter. Yeah. Vietnam War was the first time when you actually had genuine dissent about war in the United yeah. States. Uh Famously, I would say. Yeah. The whole hippie revolution and all that good stuff. But, yeah, I think Vietnam War is maybe why all this stuff from the 70s feels the way it does. Uh, it was like huge, different, like, there was a huge anti-war sentiment. I mean, music was a huge one. Music was huge, yeah. Music Even, was huge about that. It's so funny, like, thinking about country music in the 70s versus, like, country music, popular country music now. Yeah. Because, like, the 70s is like, fuck the government, fuck these wars, fuck, like, sending these children to slaughter. And now it's like, the liberals want me to wear a mask. Yeah. Now it's, like, anything that's disrespectful to the government or 
to the army is just like how dare you be so unpatriotic and like i think country stars who are like way way past their prime like 60s 70s and 80s now they're like that's just not what this used to be no and <laughs> yeah, like it it's a weird thing because like that always that arguably always was the people who listened to country yeah it's just like now that there's country that literally appeals to those people it's so weird it's really weird. it's just not anything and again like Music isn't treated like as a natural art form for a lot of people. I mean, all media in general is not treated as a proper art form. Yeah. To different extents, depending on it. And it's just so like evident when you get these people who don't actually, who clearly don't listen to music. As well as the big one around that, not around that time, because this was Iraq, but like the Dixie Chicks who had like a huge thing huge hate campaign after like hey let's fucking not go to war yeah and it's just it's just crazy yeah but yeah i you you are right and that probably really did shape a lot of like the media of the 70s especially like these kinds of movies yeah i think it did honestly um but yeah you learn a lot about the lunch lady and her life and the struggles that she's had to go through mm-hmm. um the thing that i didn't expect in this was to actually care about the professor or not the teacher the yeah. teacher by the end of it in the way that i did uh i actually turned around on him a lot yeah like he's just starts as generic like hard-ass teacher and you're like okay the kid's gonna like teach him how to open up yeah and like to an extent he does but the teacher like you know why he is again like with all these characters you know why they are how they are yeah like that's probably the thing that is the biggest deal about this movie is that like at the end of it you're not left like I want, why do they act like this? Why do they do this? Like, you really do understand yeah. these characters. And it's like, it's a thing of that annoys me because it's definitely a huge issue of media literacy in general nowadays where, like, people don't seem to understand the fact that bad character, like, there can be bad characters and then there can be characters that do bad things for for good reasons. And yeah. it's not saying that it's okay that they do those things, yeah. obviously. Because, like, this teacher went through his life, had so many issues, and like a big thing is like he basically idolizes the original uh headmaster, and you learn why uh, yeah. again, we'll probably avoid saying specifics about yeah. that, yeah, yeah, and you like learn why and it really goes to like show why he's so such a hard ass ultimately, even as time changes around him, and like even the first thing one of the first things you see in the movie is that the new headmaster is pissed off that the teacher didn't just let this random kid whose father was an alumni or whatever, and uh, I don't think you're an alumni of a high school. You are. Or, okay. Uh, but, like, and, you know, the kid got uh, grandfathered in or whatever, but he failed the kid because the kid didn't do shit. Yeah. And he's like, you should have just let him go through. You couldn't even give him a C minus. He needed to go get that and go to Yale or whatever. He's like, I'm not giving the kid shit. I'm not giving the kid shit. He sucked. He wasn't very smart at all. I think what the line he uses is like, he, he couldn't, couldn't get piss, piss out of a boot. boot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's like, so why would I pass him if he's not doing any of that? If he wants to go to these schools, he has all that. All he has to do is learn the material and he passes. It's that simple. Uh, and he's like, I just, I'm not telling you to not. Uh, pass or fail these kids. I'm just telling you that you're not taking politics into account when doing right. it. Which is the, saying exactly that thing. 
And he's like, whatever, it's, it's, it's fine. Um, but yeah, even from there, you like learn a lot about this character. Yeah. And it's honestly, the performances are super subtle in this in a way that I really appreciate because I feel like not a lot of movies go for it anymore. Uh, I, that's definitely my comic book movie brain talking right there. Yeah. But Mr. Marvelhead over here, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, I feel like there's less and less of these kind of introspective dramas nowadays. I think I think it's just not what people have been looking for for a bit. I think I think people are going to turn around on him in a bit, for sure. And we might start to see that. I there's been a lot of like unexpected big hitters. Yeah. This year for like general audiences like Oppenheimer is not a movie that no <laughs> should have done well by all accounts and like obviously like the memes and stuff helped that movie out but like not to the extent of the money it made people clearly were interested in that movie yeah i think that movie's just about to hit a billion dollars yeah like, which I, I barbie's at like one and a half or something too like 1.5 billion yeah. yeah but like there's no reason in the world why Oppenheimer should have gotten that much no. money. <laughs> like it's it has everything set up to fail. It's fucking whole dry as hell, yeah. historical, long as hell. And the last movie they that Nolan made was not did not do well. No. no. Which out of his uh semi out of his hand, but oh, slightly I would say, not too much out of his hand. I think it's just not what audience wanted, especially at the time. No, uh, uh, audience didn't want to watch movies at the time. Actually. No, they didn't want to go to the theater. <laughs> Only dumbasses did that. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> yeah, you saw it three times, four times, twice. twice. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, so I I think we might be seeing the shift because even like Marvel has not been doing as hot, relatively no. speaking. They're still making almost more than most of the. They're still making a lot of money. Uh, Marvel's premiered same weekend as Holdovers here, and it made, I think, opening weekend like sixty-seven million, which is a lot of money, but not Marvel money. No, Uh, and it's also not rating super highly. It's like it. I think it's it's one of those like love it or hate it ones. Yeah, it's very much like it's it's very comic booky in that way. It's not like mature, like dark and deep enough for a lot of audiences. And then other audiences are like, oh my god, finally, a breath of fresh air. It's not trying to be so dark and deep. Like, <laughs> it's just a fun thing. So, like, it's a weird, weird change. It's so funny, like, because I actually see that a lot where people are like, there's too many, like, serious movies out of these. It's like, go watch any, like, movie. There's so many movies. Yeah. <laughs> there, so many. There's so many that aren't serious that, that come out. Yeah. we Almost every trailer, I'm going to say, was a comedy. For this movie. Yeah. Which is like, what? Why? Yeah. There were like two that weren't, and they were, uh, it was the fucking Bar- Bob Marley movie in The Color Purple. Yes. Which, the Bob Marley movie, I, they I, they must have spent a lot of money on that, because they've been advertising it like fucking crazy. Life is coming out this year. I'm even coming out this year. Next year. And then Color Purple. I understand why that's being advertised in front of everything. That's yeah, purple's that, a cool color. Great color. Uh, but it's going to be the big December movie this year. Mm-hmm. So I understand why that one's being advertised like crazy, but, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. This is the rant episode, I guess, where I get rant of. about dumb stuff it's that I, annoys me. Uh, But no, I definitely agree with like the acting is very good here, especially I think because it isn't, it's like inherently silly and stuff. Like it's done again. It's an homage to seventies movies. Yeah. 
and like you get the funny crazy teacher reactions and stuff like it'll feel like it's fucking <sighs> i'm blanking on any like saved by the bell i guess i don't know is that's that... 90s yeah but like the teacher does like wacky reactions yeah you that. get like the wacky teacher reactions from like a uh, revenge of the nerds or like a uh, yeah uh Porkies or something like, like that. Like, if my brain went to, like, El Chavo del Ultra, but you don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's a Spanish sitcom. Oh. Uh, it's about a, like, Spanish teacher guy who has to, like, take care of eight kids. Oh, weird. Uh, it's actually pretty well loved. Oh, okay. I've, I want to watch it, but also I don't know Spanish. <laughs> so, that, well, I know some, but not enough to not watch, enough to watch, the, watch show. the show. Yeah. Uh, there's subtitles. I There aren't. <laughs> Oh, that, no. that one is not subtitled. Oh, okay, well. I could probably find something that I look real hard, but. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of this movie, honestly, without like spoiling Because I really don't want to spoil it since it's in theater still. Yeah, we're not going to do that. That's a bit. That's more than we would do. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I really enjoyed it, honestly. Yeah, it was a, it was generally a fun time. Like, I, I do have a soft spot for these kinds of movies because, you know. I mean, any kid with like a decent childhood, so you know, dry <laughs> excluded from this, <laughs> uh, probably has pretty fond memories of watching movies like these with their parents and grandparents. Right. Mostly my grandparents. My parents went to like actual theaters. <laughs> but like, I I have like a soft fondness that just reminds me of like watching these movies with like a a bowl of popcorn with my grandparents. My granddad falls asleep after the first act, uh, and then the next morning I eat cinnamon toast. I mean, whatever whatever nostalgia it gets for you. Yeah. Um, it definitely made me feel a weird kind of nostalgia for teenage years and stuff like that and just rapscallion. Yeah, behavior. setting things on fire, blowing up fireworks in the house. Yes, both those things. <laughs> Theft. Yeah, yeah. That's in there too. Um trying to drink as much alcohol as you possibly can. Yeah, that t- that's in there. Uh, yeah, I wasn't a good kid. <laughs> Actually, that's the other thing that really like would make someone be like, "This is not a '70s movie." Is the underage drinking in this movie? I don't think you officially see any, but like, it's heavily implied. It's implied, but you don't ever see it. No, I try to think. Yeah, because like, he asks for a bunch, and those technically are rejected. But like, it's he definitely does. I mean, they smoke pot in this movie. Yeah. Like, so. he- at some point, he definitely drinks. It just doesn't show it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would say I would highly recommend this movie, actually, to people. I think if you can go see it in theaters, uh, go ahead. If you like those kind of 70s throwback kind of things. Yeah. It is just a character study, really, honestly. So if you're kind of feeling that kind of way, which I think a lot of people do lean towards these kind of movies during mm-hmm. November, December time. Yeah, it definitely... It definitely feels like a Christmas movie. Which is weird, but it does, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Christmas is like the first act. Yeah. The first half, almost, actually. Probably the first two acts. Really. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's a Christmas movie. It it leaves you, or like for me, it left me with this sense of silver lining kind of joy. Like, it's not a happy ending, but it's not a sad ending by any means, either. No. It's a... Uh, melancholy, actually. Uh, yes. A word I love and use as much as I possibly can because <laughs> I love it so much, but it's like a very melancholic ending. Yeah. Because, like, it, again, 
as a, it subverts the general ending of these kinds of movies where like things don't happen exactly as you would expect. And uh, so, but like it also represents this kind of like cycle of abuse being broken. Yeah. Which is very poignant, yeah. honestly, and like beautiful in a lot of ways. Yeah. This movie, there, there's one speech I don't want to spoil, but it's between the teacher and the student. Mm-hmm. They're having a talk in this restaurant. And I just, I got real teary-eyed. It was real good speech. It was really, really good. Um, I think depending on who you are, there might be some times in the middle or near the end when you cry. And maybe even at the end, some tears of joy. Uh, just because uh, kind of how it leaves you feeling. Yeah. It's a, it's a very interesting movie in what it represents. I think... I think what it truly represents in a lot of ways is this desire of these kinds of movies. Yeah. Um, Because, you know, everyone talks about, like, the good old days, quote-unquote. And, like, this kind of goes into that. Yeah, a little But in a very different way where, again, I like these kinds of depictions of the good old days that show a lot of the gross uh, underbelly and all that. Yeah. That they... That you know, when you're nostalgic, you don't want to remember. Yeah. Uh, also, if you're not white, you probably don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Quite frankly, very true. But yeah, I think this movie hits hit those milestones pretty well. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and rate it here. Yeah, sure. I would probably give it a nine. I really enjoyed this movie a lot. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot, a lot. Uh, what do you What about you? E? Uh, I. I'm more in line with Liz, actually. I would probably give it a seven. Okay. I think it's very good. I think, you know, I, I have a very skewed idea of what you're allowed to show, like, younger people. I almost want to say this kind of is just a family movie. I think you should just, like, chill out on the couch and watch this with your family. It depends on your kind of family. Like, my dad probably would have been fine showing us this movie. Yeah. Um, um, my mom would be a bit upset with him. Uh, There's my, a lot of cussing. There's a, some nudity. Yeah, my grandparents would not watch this movie. No, no. Maybe Liz's. I don't think they would care for it, though. No, they probably wouldn't care for it. Um, but, yeah. I I think, depending on the family, this could be a family movie. Yeah. Because I, I think it has a lot of that. And this is, you know, this is one, honestly, one to throw in the rotation of, like, Christmas, November. Like, I feel like this specific, er- like, time is the best time where it's like November going into December. Yeah. Cause I, I think when you're in December, you want to watch Christmas, Christmas movies, but like when you're still going up to it, you just kind of want a general like vibe of the season. Yeah. Like this would probably go in my watch list for a week of like this, um, this is where I leave you. And like, I'm thinking of ending things like this yeah, would kind Blade of fall. Blade Runner That definitely Christmas. <laughs> like this would fall into like that same yeah. kind of category for me of like, it's not, sad but it's not happy it's melancholy yeah Yeah. uh so yeah that's that yeah we went to the movies we went to the movies. when was the last time we've done one of these it's been a minute top gun might have been top gun i wasn't even there for that one the top gun men men and top gun i think is what it was that was like a year ago yeah two years maybe absolutely spiteful top gun's terrible it's not good. It's not a good movie. It's not a good movie. I haven't seen the new one. I heard it was better. It's better, but it's not as gay, so. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's not much gayness in this movie, actually, either. I'm going to drop it to a five. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
There is a weird shot of like a teenager just showering. That was the kid with long hair. Oh. Oh, he cut it. Okay. Yeah. It's still kind of weird. <laughs> now it makes more sense why they focused on it so yeah. long. But like, uh. yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that's that. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Yeah. We will be finishing our two trilogies soon, and then we're going to be running into our end of the year stuff at that point. Yeah. Sorry about kind of the messiness of this last couple of months. Uh, life happens. Life comes at you. It does. Uh, so yeah, we're going to be doing that. And then our streams are going to be a little more on the silly side. Yeah, we're, we're going to do some interesting things. We're not going to start a Saturday series, I think we formally decided. Yeah, we're not going to do that. If you are listening to this, uh, last Saturday we did Castlevania on Saturday. Yeah. That's going to be the Wednesday game at some point going forward. Yeah. Um. But yeah, for the rest of this year, we're going to be sticking to like more silly things and party games or not even games in a couple of cases. Mm-hmm. So. Look forward to that kind of stuff. And then uh, end of the year stuff is coming up real soon for us. Yeah. Too fast. Honestly. Too, too fast. We were not ready for it. We weren't. We really got to solidify that stuff. Uh, but yeah, I think that's everything. I think so. Uh, Linktree? Do we still say yeah. Linktree? Yeah, sure. <laughs> L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash L-O-I-P gives you a link to all our social. Uh, our social, <laughs> one of them. And, you know, again, who knows how much we're going to actually end up still using that. Yeah. Uh, it, it really just is an announcement for our streams. Now. It really is our stream and our archive. Check those out. Yeah. We're real close to our followers. We're so close, We're guys. So one away. We're so close. Right there. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, and of course, the podcast stuff, you probably have a good idea of what you want to Yeah, you're listen listening to. to it on there right now, probably. Yeah. We're on all the things. You can find us. Anyway, uh, E, thanks for going to this movie and joining me tonight. Yeah. Uh, everybody out there, thank you for listening. We will be back next week with some more trilogy nonsense. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.